Nice. Alrighty then. Shall we get this started? Let's knock it out of the park. Uh, looks like yeah. Too late. I already pushed the button. Oh no! no. <laughs> oh no! This whole time. No, just kidding. Um, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a while. Welcome back to the Apex Podcast. Thanks for riding with us as we uh, kind of went through a little bit of a hectic travel season. Um, this is the, the first week. Weeks. This is the first week in like over a month and a half that we've all been in the in the same state. Yeah. Yeah, even when I got or, even when I got home from Europe, RJ was traveling, James was traveling. We've all been kind of all over the place, so it's it feels good to settle back into like an actual rhythm for once. Agreed. Although are we ever really actually in a rhythm? I feel like we're always switching things up just by nature uh, of how things go. Yeah, I kind of have to, but it does feel nice that we'll be able to have a, a an actual in-person team meeting this Friday, so right. Right, exactly. Um, well, so to give everybody like a summary of what I've been up to, uh, I, if you've been paying attention to the IG or um, Facebook, um, I just got back from spending um, about a month and a week, um, almost two, uh, living overseas. I started out the trip living in Slovakia with my grandparents. Um, we actually did a whole episode um, on some of the cultural things that I noticed while living in Slovakia and um, RJ and I recorded that I was in my grandparents um, house when we recorded that episode mm -hmm. um, and then I hopped down to Italy spent a week in Pisa living with my uncle who's a priest there um, linked up with my siblings which was awesome um, and then we hopped over to London stayed there for almost two weeks and then I ended with a long trip or not a long trip but a long weekend um, in Ireland before flying home. So a couple of little travel hacks. Um, I've been traveling internationally since I was a kid. Um, one thing, if you're from Northeast Ohio, this is something that my family's done uh, quite often when we're flying overseas, is don't just look at tickets flying out of Columbus or Cleveland. Also look at tickets flying out of Toronto, Canada. Um, YYZ is the three-letter acronym for the airport. Typically, tickets up there are hundreds of dollars cheaper to get overseas um, than flying out of Cleveland. Um, so, like, what I did on this trip is I used an app um, called Momondo, M-O-M-O-N-D-O. Um, and I scheduled my flights to fly out of Canada into Ireland and from Ireland directly back to Cleveland. So, a lot of people think you have to book round trip flights from the same airport. Um, that's not always the case. You can do multi-destination is what it's called, but a lot of times you have to book that through an app, not like the airlines. Um, Momondo is one of my favorite ones to do that with. So I only, I only paid, I think it was eight fifty round trip really, um, to fly from Canada to Dublin and then from Dublin directly back to Cleveland. Um, and the reason why I do that is because you save the money on the front end with the trip out of Canada, but it is like a five hour commute up there. Um, you have to have somebody that takes you. you, you have to cross the border at New York and everything like that. But you, nobody wants to fly home after a trip and then drive five hours back. So I always fly home to the closest airport, which would be mm -hmm. Cleveland. And then it's only a 40 minute drive home versus gotcha. flying out of Canada. Um, yeah. So that's like, that's one of the travel hacks. Another one is you're going to want to use 
Google Maps more often than not when you're overseas. Um, Google Maps has a great public transport mapping system. So you can see like what trains cost, where they're going, what time they're arriving, all that other kind of stuff. Apple Maps was a little bit sketchy in Ireland. I'm not going Not as accurate? Not as accurate, yeah. It didn't have as much information on the local stuff. So um, that's another thing is I would have Google, Google Maps on your phone um, 100% of the time. Uh, and then the last one is before you go over, find a podcast that educates you on the native language of the country that you're going to for basic needs prior to going to that country, especially if it's a non-English speaking country. Um, so like Ireland and London obviously is not as bad, although understanding straight up English, English when they're like <laughs> talking fast, Sick they, accent. Do have, they do have different words and it's a thick accent. So sometimes you got to pay attention, but like in Italy, for example, um, just knowing how to say like, good day, good evening. This is, you know, understanding when the waitress asks you if you want white or red wine, um, how to walk up and ask for a, a, an espresso at a counter makes life a thousand times easier. And a lot of times people in those languages will appreciate you at least giving the effort. Um, and it makes, yeah, it makes life a lot easier if the person's looking at you like, I don't know what you're saying. And you can at least articulate and point or use hand motion, something else to get your point across. Um, so you don't have to learn the whole language, but at least brush up on like the basic essentials. And that's it. There's some, some quick tips for traveling international. If you, if you do have to plan a trip or something like that, shoot me a DM. I'm always down to answer questions about that kind of stuff. Um, albeit my sister's the one that really uh, does the, the majority of the planning. She's the, world, the worldly one. Yeah, she's the one that does the majority of the planning and has connections, but um, I've learned a lot from the way that she approaches things, and it's how I handle a lot of my international travel. Pretty cool. So, um, what about you? So you just got a new tap. I did. I did. Got another one. Yep. My always my flying out of state to get tapped yeah. by the, the finest artists with the pristinest needles. Just I, honestly, uh, Chris at Nimbus Tattoo in Atlanta. Um, he by far has. Not, I won't even just say the cleanest like tattoo shop I've ever been to. Just cleanest place, period. <laughs> that thing, that thing is as as sterile as it could possibly be. This um, is a surgical suite. This isn't a tattoo it, shop. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I know the one time that they kind of filled us in that each state kind of has its own regulations on the way things need to be, like it because they're pseudo medical procedures or whatever they consider them by the book. That the walls have to be a certain shade of gray. Uh, you, you <clears throat> they had to put extra plumbing in because each station can only be x amount of steps away from a sink a working sink with hot and cold water it's crazy it's crazy that the amount of tediousness that needs to be in place to have like a by the by the book uh, like fully fully sanctioned tattoo parlor or shop down there um and some of the ones that i've been around been in around here in ohio most definitely don't follow those same rules or they're just straight up ignoring them. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was good. So, um, I think I've talked lightly on here about the, um, 
the fa- the tattoo Facebook group that I'm a part of and um, the guys that I met there a little under a year ago. Um, this was like this year's trip. We all met up and everyone got tattooed like three or four days in a row. Um, got to hang out and see them. They're, they're a pair of twins from Tennessee. Um, another guy, John, that I met for the first time, that's one of their roommates that came up and got tattooed. And then mm-hmm. the last one is um, a kid named uh, Logan, and he's uh, in the in the Army and stationed in North Carolina. So we kind of came from all over, all over the place this time to meet up and uh, be there uh, Labor Day through Thursday. That's yeah. cool being able to kind of get everybody. I mean, anytime you can have an excuse to like get a group of people together over some common interest, I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, especially if everybody's sitting to sit in a chair and you get to see the art at the end. And oh yeah, all that it's other kind uh, of stuff. it's it's interesting getting to see everybody get worked on and how everybody uh, handles getting a tattoo a little bit different. But they're they're really solid guys. I would have never met them if if Chris didn't give. Uh, give me the opportunity a little under a year ago to all come down and meet up, um, in, in November of last year. Uh, so I'm super grateful for that. And these are, you know, a couple of fine young gentlemen that I, uh, that I talk to almost every single day or every other day. So it was cool to get to see them again. I know they wanted to come up this summer, but with their, their, uh, they got some crazy work schedules. They weren't able to make it, uh, so it was it was nice to have an opportunity again where Chris worked with all of our schedules and um, uh, was able to map it out in a way that we could all get tattooed back to back that didn't um, kind of screw up his plans because I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before but like um, I'll I'll have Jan put like um, Chris and the shop's Instagram in. Uh, in with this episode as well as I think you have some of the pictures from my arm, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, we can throw those in there, but if you were to go and try to book with Chris right now, uh, he's booking for September through December of next year. So you'd have to wait an entire Jeez. year to get with him. Yeah. That's so wild. him being able to work with us and, move around his schedule or even even you know to some degree working on days that he usually has off so that we can come down um and and meet up with him and meet up with each other is is a big deal when when you have a schedule that's that's booked like that Uh, and he's a family man and he has his own his own life to live so i know i speak for all of us when i say that we're super super appreciative of what what he does to uh get us in down there so very exciting love that yeah chris i mean it always seems like you have a great time when you go down and do stuff like that and that's another thing like i mean whether you're um you know passionate tattoos or you're a writer or um a pickleballer (laughs) yeah dude i'm that's the one thing i'm upset about i'm I'm gonna go back and play today for the first time and my arm's still a little tender so i'm a little uh, i'm a little concernicus (laughs) <laughs> um but taking up if you get an opportunity to travel out of state and like meet up with a group of people that are also passionate about that thing like do it go out there and take that shot i'm gonna be doing the same thing in chicago yeah the i met the them i met them uh, in an anime tattoo group and they uh they recommended chris at, at nimbus and i went and met chris and chris was like well hey if you want to meet them i got some open i got an open date around when they're supposed to come next do you want it and that's kind of how everything kicked off look at that 
Yeah, look at that. I love that. Um, well, sweet. It, and, and then, like you said, it, we're finally back to where we have everybody in the same state. James is a uh, brother retired from yep. the Marine Corps. So he got to experience going on to a Marine Corps base and seeing a retirement ceremony down in North cool. Carolina. He um, talked very highly of it. He said he said there was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, retirement ceremonies are awesome, man. I mean, you're like you're you're giving gratitude and uh, appreciation to somebody that's done twenty plus years of service in it's the a United long States. time. Uh, a armed third forces. of my life. So, two thirds of my life. I'm great. Dumb. Dumb. Uh, I was gonna say a third. Yeah, yeah two thirds. I'm not that old. Goddamn. <laughs> um. So, yeah, excited to have us all back in the same state, um, which actually brings me to uh, one of the other things. Like, we're going to be starting back up the podcasting and, and other things, like, now that we're all kind of back into a regular rhythm. Um, we typically try to book interviews, like, a month out. Uh, so I'm currently building the interview schedule for the month of October. Uh, if you're listening and you think you have a good story or you have a business that you'd like to promote or something that you'd want to dive into, um, you know, whether it's something to do with entrepreneurship it's something to do with something going on in your city that you're excited about something you want to bring attention to um if it's your personal thing that you own or you know somebody that has a cool story um they just recently accomplished something you know they ran a super long distance race or they overcame some adversity or anything um feel free to shoot them into our inbox Uh, you can shoot us dms uh, to either me or rj on linkedin you shoot me an email, um, which is contained, I believe, in the bottom of the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can submit a guest form, um, which is also contained inside of the uh, show notes whenever we upload a podcast. So um, any of those options are great. But yeah, like I said, we already got some that are booking in. Um, so if you know somebody that needs to get highlighted, shoot them our way so we we'll can be, get them on the schedule. We would be very interested. We're, we're not opposed to reaching out ourselves either if we think they're uh, – they're a good fit for the podcast so send your recommendations yes 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 um trying to think what else we got going on um i know another episode structure we're going to bring back because um everybody was having a good time with it the listening numbers you guys are still listening to these episodes on a weekly basis and we haven't even promoted them so shout out to y'all um are the um three life lessons sheet so i think we're on like Number we're 12. not that far, yeah. Yeah, I think we're like number 12 or something like that. Um, so we're going to start bringing those episodes back as well, and those will be scattered in between um, like the interviews and stuff like that. More than likely, it'll be our, um, you know, it'll stick to kind of like our more casual episode structure. Me and RJ just record at the beginning of the week, uh, and sure? then the interviews will kind of be sprinkled in between those episodes. Yeah. I think that's it. Got first Friday coming yeah. up here in a couple of weeks. Make sure that you attend that if you're in the Canton area. Oh, are you talking about October sixth? Yeah, October sixth. Yeah, it's going to be the next first Friday. I want to start announcing that more quickly because I feel like we never promote it, and then it's like, oh, it's first Friday today. Well, the <laughs> last first September's crept up on me. It being it the actual first day of September being on the first Friday caught me off guard. Yeah, it, it, it'll do that. Um, um, the other big thing, Belden Village, if you're in the area, you can go wait in a moderately long line to get Bojangles <laughs> now. 
and moderate I use very loosely. loosely. <laughs> yeah, it'll continue to get more moderate as the weeks go on. Yes, yeah. it's the it it's the Belden Village experience, packed. dude. Oh yeah, absolutely packed. They're in in Chickentopia. Yes, right there on the corner. That corner, that side, that, that side Ever- of Everhard. Dressler and Everhard. Yes. But uh, no, everything I, I went to the so I, I obviously wasn't here for the grand opening week or the majority of it, the Tuesday, the fifth. But I went to the Fet friends and family day on the second uh, and I was they allowed me to try like breakfast. I was there in time. I just had to wait like 15 minutes for them to start serving lunch. Everything I tried was exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. Yeah, I would agree. I, uh, I uh, was able to go and try their breakfast. Um, cause I've heard that that's like really their, you know, speciality. that's their specialty. Um, and the biscuits and gravy that I got, um, they were good. They definitely weren't like diner level, um, yeah. biscuits and gravy, but for like what's considered fast food, right. Way yep. better than any other biscuits and gravy that I've had from a fast food experience. Um, and then I also got one of their chicken biscuits, which was super, super good like they, really thick chunk piece of chicken it was juicy oh yeah. the biscuit was good they don't promote it all that much but for lunches they have a grilled chicken sandwich and it is awesome that sounds good Ooh, now i'm starting to get hungry it's only 11 a.m almost lunchtime oh i guess i guess i know where i'm going for lunch yeah right <laughs> exactly uh Cool. cool. All right. Well, um, that is all for right now. So um, if you have not subscribed yet, go ahead and click the subscribe button and we will see you uh, next week. Sounds good. See everybody.